You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another slightly and suddenly horsey Tadpog podcast. Yeah, you just, you literally went horse like 20 seconds yeah, ago. Yeah. Like it just happened. I swallowed Je- Sarah Jessica Parker, and now I'm slightly <laughs> horsey. As we all do. I owe sex and a goof. Because why? Cause, cause, well, I think she looks more like a foot than a horse. She looks like a foot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? I thought that she was, I remember being uh, a young boy and finding her very attractive in uh, the movie where she's a witch, which is named what? I can't remember the name of that movie for some reason now. Oh, where she's the hot one. Yeah, she's the hot one. Bette Midler right. and, and uh, Kathy the, Jimmy. the nun <laughs> <laughs> with Whoopi Goldberg. Hi, my name's Dave. I can't remember. Hocus anything. Pocus. Hocus motherfucking Pocus. I bet Bailey was losing her fucking mind right then. I just imagine her be like, it's Hocus Pocus. Hocus motherfuckers. Uh, Bailey and probably all the other Hocus Pocus. That's true. The Hocus Pocus. <laughs> the, the Hocus Pocus group. <laughs> yeah, I used to, I I mean, yeah. That was like a that was like a miniature sexual awakening for me as a as a boy. <laughs> she did look really good. She looked she great. Looked really, really good. I didn't I mean I kid, I like Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker. Um wasn't crazy about her in Sex in the City. Yeah. But because I was just, just I, didn't like her I, character. I was a Charlotte man. Yeah, up yeah, top. Hardcore. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Charlotte all the way. And in later seasons, Miranda. Uh I didn't early really... Miranda, not so much. Later Miranda. how she changed? I didn't hang in there. Uh, she started breastfeeding for one. <laughs> oh, so right. I think that was like, oh, okay. Like the character did or the actress did or both? Uh, I'm at, Probably both. Yeah. So it's mainly just, I mean, is it a, the lactation thing or just the breast size uh, thing? Well, I think or her hair should look better. Yeah. Because oh, like, I, I, like I don't like the pixie cut like at all. Like period. But she like, I remember toward the end of the series like, okay, yeah, I think she's pretty now. Yeah. And then I always liked her character, but still Charlotte all the way. 100%. Charlotte. Yeah, for sure. Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> Sex in the City Kids. Sex in the City sex in, Sexy City Boys. That's the name of this oh, podcast. I remember I was in, I was like a junior, senior in high school. I started collecting those DVDs. Yes. The whole set. I know. I've, yeah. I remember seeing those. Gradually fall apart in my apartment until I threw them away. <laughs> they Is, were in the worst casing. The worst. Are they in a landfill now? Oh, yeah. Those yeah. Are, those, what did I did have, I sold to McKay's. McKay's, the, the bookstore. The bookstore in Nashville. Yeah. You got a surprising amount of money for all your yeah, stuff. Yeah, I did. I was really, really surprised. Usually bookstores like that, I feel like, give you like pennies on the dollar for your <laughs> uh-huh. stuff. But I, me- I remember you telling me the amount and being like, fuck, I'm kind of impressed. Yeah, and I mean, some were in, you know, they weren't in spectacular condition. Yeah. So I did have a lot. You a did lot, have a lot. lot. You had an entire fucking bookshelf full mm-hmm. of box set television shows. It's like, oh, now it's just clunky to get up, watch four episodes on one DVD. That's not H- that's not HD or widescreen anymore. So it's like, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, the standard def is the killer for me. They were almost stuck together. I'd kept them in that bookshelf for so long. They came out like in a square. So, yeah. 
But hey, I'm your weird host, Tyler. Did I finish the intro? Two old guys play old games? Probably not. There you go. Because I started talking about <laughs> Hocus Pocus, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, I guess I was horsey. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How's your throat now? I had too much Arby's. <laughs> horsey sauce. I get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> horsey sauce. You know, I couldn't. No, it was just poison. <laughs> just poison. I had too sauce. much Arby's. Uh, what's in horsey sauce? Is that the horseradish stuff? Yep. The horseradish mustard? Maybe just horseradish and mayo. Have you had... Um, are you a, a goer, a frequent visitor to the Popeye's fried chicken restaurant? Uh, not very, because there's that one. It's kind of out of the way. I never happen to go that far into Unlearned. town. Yeah, We've but got, when I do, I like it. Okay. Um, they've got something called Mardi Gras sauce, which is really good. It's a horseradish mustard mm. that is uh, really, really good. Unfortunately, here's the problem: uh, their chicken tenders are garbage. <laughs> oh. So what I've been doing is uh, I've been going to Popeyes and I've been asking for extra Mardi Gras sauce. I'm gonna co- I'm gonna get a collection going, and then I'm gonna go to Hardee's where the chicken tenders <laughs> are good, and I'm gonna have myself a little Hardee's yeah. Mardi Gras party. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably drive through Popeyes and say, "I can't do a little while ago and forget my." Mardi Gras sauce. That's a good idea. <laughs> I might do that because their chicken tenders are garbage. Mm. Like for a chicken place, I feel like that is unacceptable. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, because I've never. I think I've only had their spicy like chicken breast or their. You can get like jambalaya there. I think yeah, for a you can get jambalaya shot, there. So, yeah. Um, I like their. I like their fried chicken, but their their chicken tenders no good. Mm, bummer. A real Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dave. Hi. Yeah, there you go. I wear glasses. All, all the spectacled I'm your bespectacled shit. host. I see you got a box. Yeah, here's a package. Sent to our P.O. box or Nicole's P.O. box that she gratefully shares with us. Yeah, to, to the shared our P.O. box. Gracious. We pay for half of it, so it's ours. Uh, to From uh, Shane Davis. Shane Davis, coming at us. I'm going to open this up. Oh, that's... That's a bag of chips. I was looking to see if there was a note. Oh, this is actually very pertinent to the conversation we were just having. It's a DVD of Hocus Pocus. Well, before recording. <laughs> oh. Man, that would have been good. What were we talking about before recording? Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, we were just talking about The Last Guardian. And the fact that neither of us have played Eco or Shadow of the Colossus. Smoke bomb. So yeah, here's a PlayStation 2 Greatest Hits Shadow of the Colossus from Shane Davis. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Because I've heard nothing but amazing things about this game, and I want to play it. I just never have. I've heard great things about the game, too, but I feel like I've heard too many great things about a PlayStation 2 game. PS2 is. I think that's, man, it's hard to go back. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to play that game. Is there a, what is it, a preservatives? This is, yeah, some kind of jam, jelly. Uh, There's no note in here. So I'm not sure exactly, but here is uh, Tio Bertos Desert Heat. Okay. But he also included a uh, big bag of chips with a cactus on the side. Julio's Corn Tortilla Chips. All right. Those look like they did not travel well. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> those look like those are like a bunch of broken ass chips. For the comment by Nikki, I just liked on Facebook. These would be perfect for her because they're just tiny shards of chips. Yeah, she loves the little crumbly bits, man. I fucking hate them. So that's why we are a good team. I eat the I eat the big daddy chips. <laughs> <laughs> she, she eats the, the mommy chips. She eats yeah. 
I'm gonna open this. I guess these are for us to try together, so. Yes, if, even if they're not, that's what we're gonna do. What's the name of this preservative? Desert Heat. Desert Heat, by <laughs> by whom? Man, if I didn't love our listeners, because it just got a box, no letter. <laughs> <laughs> random, random jar, jar of, of something. <laughs> and then crushed powdery yeah. chips. Let's do uh, it. Let's just eat them. Let's, yeah. <laughs> just, I, we've, we've gotten into that routine where it's like, we didn't even question it. You just started opening it. Let's do it. Somebody wanted us to eat this. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming this is some kind of pepper jelly, which I do like. Oh, that smells very, very smoky. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. Open these Julios. You're dipping. You're passing. It's the desert heat. Desert heat almost got all over the soundboard. As is tradition. (laughs) It's all good. It's how we roll. All right. Let me find the largest chip in here, which is... hmm. About the size of a postage stamp. (laughs) All right, you ready? Let's do this. Yeah, desert heat. All right, sticky, like honey. That's pretty good. I like that. Those chips are good, too. That's hotter than I thought it was going to be, too. Yeah, it's all on the back end. Ooh, yeah. TioRoberto's.com. All right, this is very good. I don't know... I don't know cream much. cheese with that. Mix that up. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't know much about preservatives. I don't know like what, I mean, I just assumed you spread stuff like this on bread. Pepper jelly, I always mix with cream cheese and usually eat with like wheat thins or something like that. I guess this could be good on a sandwich. Yeah. Any, like a pork. That'd be good on some sort of sandwich with pork. Yeah. Yeah. Usually pork and fruit go go well together. Huh. You want some more? Mm-hmm. I'm alright. That is good though. Yeah, it's Surprise, very good. surprising amount of heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did not expect that. Yeah, and I do like the chips too. They had a good amount of salt. So thank you, Shane. Shane, thank you. You're you're our one. Because in a much much earlier episode of Tadpog, so early, so early. <laughs> Maybe you hadn't heard it. Probably but I'm gonna not. go ahead and throw it out there. We're just gonna get in front of this. Yep. <laughs> what episode was it? I mean, it was. Oh, like, it was early on. Probably pre ten. Yeah, because we're talking about rat tails, and then that we don't, <laughs> and that most kids that have rat tails that we grew up with were all named Shane. Yeah, and that we don't know a good Shane. Right, and now I know at least dirtbag two. Shanes. Mm-hmm. So, I know. Yeah. So there, you're, you're our good Shane. Good Shane. Good Shane. Good job, uh, Shane. That's somewhere. Is that just his title? Good Shane. Good Shane. <laughs> yeah. Um, let your light Shane on me. <laughs> Shane down. Well, thank you, good. Thank you, good Shane. Thank you, good Shane. We have some other packages. Um, I don't know who they are from. No. Nope. Uh, other than Amazon fulfill- Fulfillment. So maybe these are also from Good Shane. I mean, do you want to open them? Do you want to save them? Let's open them. Yeah, let's open them. I wanted to save them initially because I wanted to really milk some intros. But what's in, what is that? A keychain? A keychain? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> we'll describe it. <laughs> Do you, what is okay, it? Okay, there is nothing in this in this container other than it's an this. envelope. It's a bubble envelope. With, this what looks, is it? Looks like some kind a, of keychain. A rape Don't know whistle. What it is. Oh man! And like, there's a tag on it. Yeah. This, the barcode. What's the tag say? Urethral plug. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's all you had to say. Hezog herb herbation ring plug. New. So good. We didn't get a used one. We got a new one. A good urethral plug. Oh, fuck. All right, let's try it. Open oh, it up. man. Because I was like, oh, that looks pretty. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, that's, oh, man. Let's open it. I mean, you don't mind if, you don't mind if I put my fingers on this, do you? Nope. Okay. 
Because I've got a pretty big pee hole. Do you? But but uh, nope. Not this big. <laughs> not gonna. Not doing it. Is yours nice and round? That is my nightmare. No. Yeah, mine either. <laughs> mine is not nice and round like this plug. <laughs> this urethral plug. Man, that is wow. That is that is the size of a lead pencil. So yeah, it is. It's like yeah, it's like a mead. It's like someone chopped off the top of a mead uh, mechanical pencil. <laughs> other than the fact that it's like made of aluminum or nickel. Oh man, man, if you had a nickel allergy and you put this up your wiener, mm-hmm. I bet you'd have a bad time. Because man, here's I don't think she'd mind me telling this. Uh, oh, of course a few, not. A few years ago, <laughs> Melissa found out she had a hole in her heart. And they went through and plugged it with a nickel plug. Oh, God. And she was like, why do I just always feel so itchy all the time now? Oh, nickel allergy in her heart. Oh, God. They have to go back in there? No, she just got, just eventually just body adapted. All right. Well, hey, look, I mean, you ready to put this in your wiener or what? Oh, my God. That's my fucking nightmare. That's why, like, whenever I have to go to the doctor, once they hit the catheter stage, yeah. it's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. Oh, Thank no, you. this looks painful Thank as fuck. Thank you, sir. Here's, oh, what, here's oh, what's really disconcerting oh. about it is the ring on the end of it. This is great audio, by You don't want to lose it. <laughs> but then there's a spare ring also. I don't understand that. In it, <laughs> is it designed to go on a keychain? Can you bring your urethral plug with you wherever you go? Yeah. <laughs> You're just bored waiting in line at, at Walgreens. I'm just going to pop that son bitch in. Is it also a flash drive where you can put your family reunion photos on it? See, it's, it, my, and my penis is slightly crooked, so I do not want to put that in. Well, you can't do it. You'd have to have just a, just a ruler straight penis. You can't do it when it's soft. You got to do it right when it wakes up. Say, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's straighter soft than it's hard. So. <laughs> you got to sneak up on it <laughs> and distract it and then just slide this big old fucking metal Ooh. shard up uh, right on up Ooh. there. Um, so fun fact. Have I mean, I sh- that, that looks, I would use that more for beginners, but punk. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you think this is kind of a tiny beginner's buffalo. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because this is like, this is thinner than a pinky. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Looks about right. There baby's, <laughs> baby's first butt plug <laughs> is what we got right here. <laughs> yeah, I've seen septum but, piercings that are larger than this. I love that that was an anonymous, no letter, no indication, nothing. I'm going to assume it's plug. from Good Chain. <laughs> if it's not, you should tell us. <laughs> you want to open the other now one? You're medium, Shane. Oh. Thank you, whoever sent in. 101 uses for a urethral plug. Ring plugs. Hmm. <laughs> I said this one is definitely for you. This is for me? What it, is it? It looks like a book. It's a book called Edging Through the Darkness. Edging Through the Darkness. <laughs> By D.L. Kuntz. Is that like Dean Kuntz's like brother-in-law or something? Sister. Sister. I guess. It's a woman. Uh, anything in this one? Nope. No, nope, nothing in this one either. <laughs> cool. So what's please read us the summary on the back. In reading this novel about resolving my issues res, blah, 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 in reading this novel about resolving the issues of the dead, I found myself more committed to reconciliation and peace with the living. Laurie Staley Ruleveld, author of The Running from the Crazy Man. Is right, this so about that, edging at all? <laughs> <laughs> Is this even about it? <laughs> Something diabolical grows stronger within crossings. Grace McKenna's haunted ancestral estate. Grace vows to rescue her unsuspecting cousin, cousin, cousin Michael. <laughs> That's a, her a muggle cousin. 
from demonic possession. And to do so, she explores the deadly secrets or beneath her antebellum home. Jerking it until <laughs> right before you come and then stopping for an hour. She learns she can retreat <laughs> demonic possession by holding off orgasm. Let's see. This romp through orgasm control. <laughs> <laughs> As the mystery of crossings and its importance during the Civil War surfaces, Grace encounters ghosts who lead her deeper into the mansion. Dark past, buried passageways, and routes used by slaves to escape the Underground Railroad. Can Grace solve the murders and trap the ghosts to hell on earth? Tra trap? Trap the ghosts to hell Can on earth? Can Grace solve the murders uh -huh. that trap the ghosts to hell on earth? What? Yep, that's the sentence. In time to <laughs> rescue Michael. <laughs> uh, maybe... Even reading that description is all over the fucking place. Maybe DL um, spent so much time writing the book that um, she outsourced the summary. I don't understand the trapped on hell on earth. And in hell on earth, I mean, hell is cat. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> D.L. Coons grew up in Pennsylvania. She now lives in the coastal plains, Georgia, where she and her husband have a cattle ranch and pecan farm. Yeah, it sounds like a book written by a pecan farmer. Hey, she <laughs> as far as we know, D.L.'s a huge listener. That's true. I think we should be. I think we should be very nice right now. <laughs> her novel, Crossing into the Mystic, has been held as a difficult book to put down. Or, I mean, you could take that two different ways. It's literally impossible. <laughs> this is to a put difficult down. book to read, and you should put it down. <laughs> I thought you meant like maybe history. it was sticky. <laughs> yeah, it's made of glue. God, it's so hard to put down. Fuck this! This book sounds bad. All right, let's start reading it. Chapter one. It's pretty short, though. I don't know, man. How many pages is that? Like two hundred fifty pages. That's my guess. Two hundred eleven. Oh. Too much, too much edging for me. That could be the challenge. <laughs> you start Just, off, you jerk off, mm -hmm. start reading this book. I can't, you cannot finish until the book is done. <laughs> and all, the biggest challenge is actually keeping your dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout all the historic ghost slavery. Yeah, yeah, that's the toughest part. <laughs> oh, but thank you. Maybe, maybe. Possibly good Shane. Good Shane. <laughs> thank you, possibly good Shane for all the things. Um, but I would say mostly the um, Desert Heat from TioRobertos.com. I think that was my favorite good thing. good stuff. Mm -hmm. I still feel it. Very good. Now, all right. We have all the ingredients here for a cool party. <laughs> we do have the, the spicy preservative, which we could dip the urethral <laughs> ring in. <laughs> Roll around the salt of the chips. Get it, oh, yeah. I forgot about it. Crunch those chips up. It's like a mortar and pestle. Of pain and grievance. A mortar and pestle of pain. <laughs> you just grind it all up. Just load it. Look, the, it, this has a hole in it, I guess, so that you can still pee through it. Did you notice that hole? No. Yeah, this is meant to be left the fuck in. <laughs> and I assume pee, because if you got hard with this in. I, I'm all about some kink, but man, that one is off my radar. It's not because of the kink, though. It's because of the pain, I'm assuming. Uh, I can deal with pain. I just don't want stuff in my pee hole. Because of the pain, I'm assuming. It also just freaks me out. Really? Yeah. So it's more of the it's is it more? It's of the, a little bit of everything. Oh, this is this is I fear the pain of this plug. Yeah. Ooh, no. Oh man, I don't like the idea of stuff going in my wiener. No, not at all. I barely like the idea of stuff coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the edging. <laughs> Speaking of stuff going coming in and out of your penis, golden, golden axe, axe too. 
Oh, like Golden Axe 2 is what we were doing? I assumed that you would probably not remember that. No. And that we would end up talking about both games. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Today I was thinking about it and I was like, I guarantee goddamn you he's going to be talking about Golden Axe. You're right. You're, uh, you're You know me really well. <laughs> I do. And I was like, I can either text him about it or not. And I decided, nah. <laughs> we're just going to let it ride, see what happens. So... <laughs> I am not super familiar with the first game, so... Great, because I am now. <laughs> <laughs> good, and I played the fuck out of the second one. So. That's pretty good. All right. No. I feel good making this episode Golden Axe 1 and 2. That's why I figured this would not be a problem. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Every time... The reason I knew it would happen is because every time we talked about it, you were drunk, and you kept saying Golden Axe, and I would say <laughs> Golden Axe 2, and then you would nod. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to play that as well. And then I was like, there is no fucking way on God's green earth that he's going to play Golden Axe 2. <laughs> Man, I did not. Because he's just not hearing that too. <laughs> just every time, he is not hearing that too. It's cool. I love you even more for just knowing me so well. No, I just, like, like, I was thinking about it at work. I was like, this is going to work out just fine. I will react to his behavior rather than correct it. Yeah, it's going to be fine. There's just no, there's, I can't rail against that machine, man. <laughs> All right, well, Golden Axes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I could read two Wikipedia entries if you'd like. Uh, I mean, do you want to read yours and I'll read mine? We could do that. Uh, would you like, how would you like to do this? <laughs> would you like to talk about the game simultaneously or would you like to? Use... <laughs> well, at the same time. And right. then everyone has audio equipment and just separate our voices. Okay, one, two, three, go. Golden, Golden X2 is a game that is. <laughs> I am assuming that you're pulling up Golden Axe on, on the uh, Wikipedia uh -huh. machine you have in your hand. I am. Excellent. I am doing the same for Golden Axe 2. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever even played Golden Axe 2. Um, I, well, I have, so <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm here to step in and, um, and rock your world, Tyler. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll go first. There's, yeah. there's not a lot to say about Golden Axe. It is pretty bare bones. But You go first. Okay. Golden Axe. Otherwise known as Goroden Akatsu, Akutsu, Akusu, is a series of side-scrolling beat-em-up hack-and-slash arcade video games de developed by Sega. The series takes place in a medieval fantasy world where several heroes have the task of recovering the legendary Golden Axe, the mainstay element of the series. <laughs> there you go. That's it? This is what I got. This is Golden Axe 2. I feel like this is not going to be a problem at all because these games are pretty much identical. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I we willing to bet you're exactly right. There are a few differences in the magic systems, but like um, as you'll find out, Golden X Two has a superior magic system. You, you really missed out. Mm. Uh, okay, guys, Golden X Two is a side-scrolling beat 'em up video game <laughs> developed and published by Sega. First released on the Sega Genesis in December 1991. It is the home console sequel to the popular game Golden Axe, marking the second game in the series. Uh, though the arcade did see a sequel of its own in 1992 titled Golden Axe colon, The Revenge of Death Adder. Golden Axe 2 was only released on the Mega Drive, while the original was released on many other platforms. Uh, the game later appeared in Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, and as an iOS port on iTunes. I bet that is horrible. Yeah, that's got to be really fucking bad. I can't imagine playing this game on my phone. <laughs> Specifically, my iPhone. Maybe if I had like a Bluetooth controlled Android device, um, it yeah, would be pleasurable. Maybe, but still, yeah, on still, virtual controls. Fuck that mm -hmm. noise. Mm -hmm. All right, so I mean, Golden Axe. Yes. Um, 
came out in 1989, which that still, that's something I have to give the Genesis, that it was still like two years before the SNES and did a lot of really good things. I can see where what the Genesis did, Nintendo was like, oh, cool. Nintendo. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Golden Axe. Uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up was originally an arcade game and this is actually like doing a side-by-side comparison this is a fucking fantastic port of the arcade game yeah i saw some screenshots too yeah the genesis port did look pretty good you are one of well you can pick one of three different characters and it's and it's two-player so fuck you final fight this was in 1989 you could be two players uh, you're either a dwarf, a human male, or a human female. Okay, same in Golden Axe 2. Um, I was, a, uh, although you call them different things than I do, um, I called them um, sword man, short man with beard, and man with boobs. Uh, mm. Because uh, they all look like men. Trump speak. Mm, des- yes. <laughs> despite the fact that one of them is supposedly a woman. The uh, Tiris Flare, the Amazon is the woman. Tiris hyphen Flare. Oh. Um, she also appears in Golden Axe too. The hyphen is part of her name. As <laughs> oh, it's is a double name. Okay. As is the male character. Axe, huh? Axe Battler. Axe hyphen Battler. Who wields a broadsword. Yeah. I guess he fights axes. <laughs> yeah. He's an axe battler. I don't understand that. And the battle axe wielding dwarf, Gilius Thunderhead. Who actually has like the probably the best name in the game. Mm-hmm. It's very D&D. It, I mean, it's like actually a real fucking dwarf name. Unlike <laughs> axe battler. I don't care if you're a barbarian. No one names their son axe battler. Axe battler. And no one names them. Self axe battler is a nickname if they don't use a fucking axe. I battle the stereotype the barbarians wield axes. Maybe, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they're um they're really still really similar. The dwarf has the longest reach and shittiest magic. Yes. Axe battler is middle middle ground in both. And then Tiris Flare has the best magic and the shortest reach. Yes. That is the same in Golden Axe 2, except for they uh, adjusted the range of um, the dwarf. Uh, it has, it's the same as Axe Battler um, instead of being greater. Although he is still stronger than Axe Battler, uh, his magic is still weaker. The weakest. No, he just does three. more damage. He does more damage. Okay. Because yeah. I think they all do the same amount of damage in this game. It's just their range is what's different. And then magic. Magic, it's cool looking, but it kind of just sucks game. How does it explain to me how it works in Golden Axe One? Because you have, I think, uh, the dwarf has like four slots for magic, uh, or maybe even less than that. Maybe three, and Axe Battler has five or something like that, and then Tears Flare has like six or seven. So it's like this: is it the segmented bar that fills up as you collect Mat- little magic blue magic pots? Okay, and then once you choose to use it, you use up everything that you have, and the more that you have. The higher it goes, the stronger it is. So the dwarf, when he uses his three or whatever, a few lightning bolts, pretty shitty. Axe Battler, a little more. And then Tears Flare has these huge firestorms. But you can't just, like, use one for a little bitty area effect or anything like that. It's all or nothing. And you you don't often refresh these magic, your little magic pots. So once a stage, twice a stage, maybe, if you find gnomes to beat up. Okay, so um, it's a little different in Golden Axe, mm-hmm. too. 
I prefer it based on what I've heard uh, because you use you use spell books instead of potions, and that's not why I think it's better. Um, <laughs> you get spell books from uh, wizards who look like now. Look, I'm not the biggest He-Man fan in the world. In fact, I kind of missed that entirely mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it was just a little tiny bit before my time, just like a sliver. I could have got in on the tail end, but I remember being a kid and being like, that kind of looks stupid. I miss He-Man too, so don't don't feel bad. But there's a character. Character in He-Man, I believe his name is Orko. Uh, okay, the, who, who floats, who looks like the Black Mage. Right, of- and I, I checked today. I was like, I was just curious, you know, thinking about, um, while I had my urethral plug-in, I was like, <laughs> what came out first, the Black Mage from Final Fantasy One or Orko? And it was Orko. So I'm curious mm. now, like, how far back, like, how far back does that look go? That look with, like, the, the crooked witch's hat with just no, not able to see the face. It shades the face and glowing eyes behind mm-hmm. it with, like, a pulled-up cloak. Like, did, did the He-Man people invent that? I doubt it. Yeah, but that's the, I guess that, that's the earliest thing I know of for it to be in. But that's, you beat those guys up. They're in the, they're regular enemies in the game. You beat them up and pretty much everyone you kill drops a spell book. And you pick up the spell book and you fill up one small section of your magic meter. And once it, um, you can use it anytime, you just hold down the A button. And if you have several segments filled, um, the longer you hold down the A button, the more powerful the spell. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm, Okay, I like that better. The dwarf uses earth magic um it's like and it's pretty lame he has like four different earth magics Mm. that he uses um and then um ex battler uh he is all like wind based and then uh tiris flare is is all fire based okay her big one um she has like her magic is super powerful i think it has like six or eight slots um once she gets it full uh she can summon a dragon who flies down bahamut just and breathes fire Fire on, yeah. and pretty much catches everything on the stage on fire. Yeah. Because, okay, it's a golden axe. Apparently, all these three characters have had a loved one killed by Death Adder, who is a just a warlord who has the golden axe and is cutting a swath through their country. So then it's, they all unite to go kill Death Adder, and it's you going to different areas of the map, killing his minions till you get to him, and fight him and kill him. What do you think of the name Death Adder? It gets awful. Um, do you think that it is better than the name Dark Gould? Better or worse than Dark Gould? It's better than Dark Gould. I also agree. It's better than Dark Gould, who is the name of the final boss in Golden X2. Had it just been Dark Ghoul, Dark Ghoul, with that. right. But Dark Gould, Gould Dark Elliot Gould. <laughs> Dark Gould's gym. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there, there are. This is one of those games I've always heard people when you say, "Oh, how about Golden Axe? Fuck yeah, Golden Axe! Hell yeah, fucking love that shit." Yes, it's like you liked it when you were seven because I've. I'm, I'm picking up that maybe you didn't love it. I didn't love it. I like it. Yeah, I don't love it. I. It's hard for me. Beat 'em ups are not my favorite because I get bored with them pretty quickly. But I mean, this one was okay. I don't. I mean, I've played it two player before, and it's a much more enjoyable experience than playing it solo. Yeah, as I think it is with all beat 'em ups. And the uh, the only beat 'em up I enjoyed playing solo was Scott Pilgrim. But it's another episode for another day. Maybe if we can find it to play. Oh, it's not on the Xbox. Not anymore. So, oh damn! It's been deactivated. As far as I know, 
Now, mm. may, hopefully someone will correct me. As far as I know, that game is not Damn. available anywhere. I had it downloaded on my Xbox, but me then too. that got hit by lightning. I've, I have it on my Xbox 360, um, so I don't know if I were to plug that mother in if it would work or not. Uh, we could try, yep. but that might be our only hope. Man, it's such a good game. I should sell that 360 on yep. eBay. Yep. <laughs> uh, Flappy Bird style, where it's like <laughs> Xbox 360 with Scott Pilgrim. Then I think, what, Drew and Bailey have a PS3 that has the... Uh, PT. Yeah, that, that demo on it that was pulled. Yeah. So, But uh, let's see, because it's pretty tropey just going from area to area. Uh, there's some few cool parts, riding on dragons, riding on these little tailed lizards, uh, actually aren't very powerful. You get knocked off easily, and they do a lot of damage. There are three different kinds. They call them um, bazarins. There's three <laughs> different kinds of golden eggs, too. There's a uh, chicken leg, and then there's a green dragon and a fire dragon. Um, fire dragon is the only one that's any good yeah. because it actually sprays a gout of flame from its mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two are the worst because one of the green dragon mule kicks... And the chicken leg uses his Ankylosaurus-style tail uh, to attack enemies. I think, it's, I think it's the same in Golden Egg. The problem with everything other than the fire dragon is that their butts attack the enemies, <laughs> not their fronts. So it's like, in order to get an enemy, like, in order to attack an enemy in front of you, you hit the attack button while you're riding one of these creatures, and the attack animation is it turns around and then hits it with either its back legs or tail. <laughs> Um, so it feels like it takes forever to hit yeah. the enemy. And by the time that's happened, they've usually knocked me the fuck off of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like one hit and you fly. Up the f- yeah. You know, it's bad. Um, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool thing to include, but yeah, I just wish it was better. I mean, I don't, I can't really, I mean, that's a pretty unique thing. That's a pretty unique mechanic and yeah. like a beat em up. I mean, in other beat em ups like Double Dragon, Final Fight, uh, Streets of Rage, I mean, you pick up weapons. But because you already have have weapons Mm -hmm. and golden axe, I guess you have these things that you can ride. That's true. Because I guess this is kind of a take on like, all right, it's the it's the eighties. What's popular? Okay, double dragon, definitely. Conan Uh, the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. Let's just smash them bitches together. Can I tell you uh, a confession? Yes. I have never seen a Conan the Barbarian movie. I've seen bits and pieces of the first one. Um, I have seen the Conan the Librarian sketch. From Saturday Night Live. Yep. Does that count? That counts. <laughs> we're both the, we're both Conan's. <laughs> I've read a few Conan the Barbarian comic books that I enjoyed. I hear. I mean, the lore is pretty tremendous, but yeah, I know very little about it. There's a really cool. Um, there's a a woman who does like really really good art, and I picked up. Her name is uh, Becky Cloonan. I picked up a Conan the Barbarian book because she worked on it. And that's when I discovered that, yes, you're right. There's a fucking rich vein of lore mm-hmm. in the Conan universe. And I just happened to pick it up because I like her art. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it turns out, yeah, not too bad. Maybe I should watch those movies, but I probably won't. Mm. I mean, I've got, I know Miller is a huge, huge fan. Yeah. He was on the MMO day one when that dropped. I forgot about that MMO. Yep. 
Heard it had a lot of problems. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I heard the my big takeaway is um, that people players were camping the initial spawn location yep. and murdering everybody as they entered the game. No one could even start playing the game because <laughs> as soon as you logged on and spawned, you were killed. Yeah, which I am not gonna lie. When I heard that, my UO uh, tingle went off, and I was like, man, maybe I should get in on this game because like it just sounds like a bunch of people just being fucking dicks to one another <laughs> without voice chat which makes which makes me into it <laughs> mm, i love it and let's see the the weird thing is of course you uh chicken legs are your health the blue potions are your magic you recover these by these little gnomes green gnomes with santa sacks or blue gnomes with santa sacks they show up at camp right right when you break yeah. at each level you break camp for the night and they come in i guess to raid and you jump up and every time you kick them they drop either the potion or the chicken right but it doesn't make sense because that can't be your stuff <laughs> yeah because you, you didn't have you it. didn't have it so yeah you, you steal from the thieves uh what or maybe ha- that was their camp <laughs> you just and you were came like, in and laid yeah, down. Your plan like, is, what the fuck, like, man? Your plan is, Shh, let's just sleep here. <laughs> give me your bottles. <laughs> they won't know what's going on. Was that chicken? Fucking give that here. Kick. Wouldn't that be the most frightening fucking thing ever? Like if you and Melissa like came home from like a night out, <laughs> and then like two dudes in ski masks are just sleeping in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or a dwarf with an axe, a middle-aged rip man with a sword, and an Amazon. I feel like that would be a little bit less frightening. <laughs> because I would, I mean, more dangerous, but less frightening. I'd, I'd eat all their fucking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'd come home, am I, am I tripping? <laughs> Are we death at her? Are we killing everybody? Oh, God, I'm death at her. Oh, fuck, I'm dark gold. <laughs> Damn it. Because, oh man, the the difficulty ramps up pretty hard toward the end. Uh, I, I couldn't beat it. I've never beaten it solo or with two people. But from what I, from what I watched, because I couldn't get any further, you just go through through your level so you get to Death Adder, who is a giant uh, barbarian-looking guy. He looks like um, an Andorre brother, but with half-plate armor on and a helmet and this Smart. golden axe. Mm-hmm. Is the same color as his skin. Yeah. So I don't know if it's actually his, his part of his body. Flesh, his flesh axe. It's his urethral plug. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, you fight him, you win, and the credit screen is the dwarf and an enemy sort of playing uh, volleyball with the credits. Yeah, I heard the game has a weird ending. Uh-huh. That's it. Because the dwarf like, plays volleyball. The enemy like takes what looks like a ball made of squiggles and lobs it to the dwarf whenever he hits it. It unscrambles, it bursts open into letters and says like, executive producer, S2, executive producer, vinyl boy. Vinyl boy. They're all bullshit, like stupid, stupid names, so. So it it pretty much breaks down to it into dead or alive beach volleyball. Yep. <laughs> and yes, I did say volleyball. Volleyball. Yeah, like a five-year-old. <laughs> it's like in India, they play volleyball. Volleyball. <laughs> Um, Golden Axe 2 is a very easy game. Yeah. Uh, I beat it on the third run through, uh, single player on normal difficulty. Um, 
And that's pretty much it. It was pretty easy. I would have been disappointed if I had bought this game on release uh, because I would have beat it that evening. Uh, This would definitely be a rental. Yeah. Uh, There's a different mode. There's one player mode. There's two player mode. And then there's a third mode called duel. I did not beat the duel mode. Uh, I don't know why they call it duel because it's essentially just arena battles. Uh, You fight waves of enemies and you uh, keep the amount of health you have at the end of each wave. And you just try to see how far you can get. And because I think dual mode in Golden Axe One is PvP. Oh, okay, so that which exists. is super broken because if you're the dwarf, you just win. Yeah, because you can't. No one else can has his reach, so that's just it. And game over. In Golden Axe One, is the magic taken out of the dual mode? Because in Golden Axe Two, you cannot use magic. In the I, I don't believe magic is in it. Then yes, the dwarf is gonna wreck shit. Yep. Uh, cause you can do like, I believe like war waves of enemies. So it's, it's cool that they had this included. Yeah. Uh, so for its time, I think that's pretty badass. I don't think it holds up at all, but I can see where it's for, it was way ahead of its time back uh, in 89. The level design in one is much better than it is in two. Super mm. better. Um, I believe in, correct me if I'm wrong, cause it has been a while since I played Golden Axe one, but there is a level that takes place on the back of a tortoise or a sea turtle. Uh-huh. There's another one that takes place on the back of like a giant bird, like a rock or something like that. I remember the sea turtle one. Um, It's very straightforward in Golden Axe 2. It's pretty much a ransacked village, fortress, a lava cave system called Dragon's Throat. I remember that one because that is a popular (laughs) search of mine on Pornhub. Uh, And then there is Castle Gate and then Castle. So you don't get any of those cool, like, epic, Ugh. epic levels. It's yeah. all pretty much just kind of straightforward, like, medieval fantasy. Yeah, that kind of blows. But it, Like, Golden Axe 1, it's more like um, Icelandic, almost, you know, where it's, like, super over-the-top, like, mythic proportions uh, in your levels. Yeah. The same guy who made Altered Beast made Golden Axe. Alter Beast is a better game than Golden Axe. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Yeah. You're welcome, Trash Bear. As far as I'm concerned, it is. Um, Now, if if I have a little brother that I'm going to be playing this with every day in the summer, I'd probably go Golden Axe yeah. over Altered Beast. Um, just for that just for that two-player dog. Yeah. But uh, other than that, just like straight through, I mean, Altered Beast was harder. It had it was more challenging. Um, it had, it was more interesting, I thought, than Golden Axe mm-hmm. 2. Um, it's sillier. <laughs> yeah. And that explains the weird ending of Golden Axe 1 because... As we all know, Altered Beast had a super weird ending where it's revealed that it was just like on a movie set. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Is that all you got? Uh, pretty much. I mean, the the game it's it's super simple. Yeah. Um, it feels like a Nintendo brawler to me uh, because the sprites are small. Uh, I guess the big sprites. SNES craze hadn't hit yet because the SNES wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember like. When the Super Nintendo came out, it was just all these beat-em-ups with, like, enormous fucking sprites. Like, Final Fight, like, if you were to do a side-by-side, like, Final Fight in Golden Axe 1 or 2, (laughs) it would be ridiculous. Because, like, Final Fight would look like a fucking, like, Land of Giants. It's like Gulliver's Travel, the fucking (laughs) brawler. Um, so it was kind of like so then the good thing we should make. I, yeah, <laughs> travels the brawler. There's a game maker thing that we can buy on Steam, right? We could do like you can buy another one that I won't ever use. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, get it for full retail too. Get it on that eighty dollar oh, train. Man. 
Um, do you remember that old Disney cartoon of Gulliver's Travels, uh, where I believe it was, God, was it Mickey Mouse who like wound up on the island and like he wakes up like all, I mean, it's the fucking story. It's just with Mickey Mouse. Oh, vaguely. Yeah. Just the part where like he falls down and the little people strap him down on the ground. Yeah. That's the only part I remember from any Gulliver's Travels. That's the only part anybody ever remembers. (laughs) I feel like, I I don't know the plot of it, honestly. I thought he fell, I thought he fell asleep and then he woke up all tied down. (laughs) That was somebody working through some real sexual frustrations, I feel like. Right? (laughs) Like someone just came home and was like, God damn it. I wish that, I wish. I want to touch a titty. Yes. (laughs) I wish, a tiny titty, a tiny, tiny titty. I wish my wife would tie me down <laughs> and then 18 small people would crawl around on my body <laughs> and then i eat them i don't think that happens in gulliver's travels uh but yes the sprites are small in this game is my point <laughs> it's a long way to say the sprites are small um do you have any achievements for golden x2 i have one achievement for golden x2 um it is called um have a nice trip see you next fall and in order to unlock Have a Nice Trip, see you next fall, you need to trick an enemy into falling to their death. Uh, mm-hmm. Or there's an alternate way to unlock this achievement, have a, have a Nice Trip, see you next fall, is to eat a bunch of mushrooms on the autumnal equinox. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do it either way. Your, your pick. Um, so this is a really easy achievement to unlock because the AI in Golden Axe 2 is fucking dumb as yep, shit. Same like, for one. Like it's weird because on one it's I, I hate to say it's dumb because on one hand it's smart because there are enemies who like you can dash in this game. Can you dash? You can dash in Golden uh-huh. Axe one, right? That's kind of the Amazon's prime offensive is like the her jump kick is it's, what's good. Dashing forward and yeah. then and attacking. Um there are enemies. There there are enemies in the game. The AI is programmed to like I've noticed like when you dash towards them, they will sidestep you like every time mm-hmm. um there's a boss in the game that looks like a dullahan uh, just a headless fucking statue with a gigantic sword every i cannot hit him with a dash because every time i would dash he would just at the last moment just sidestep slightly uh. so it's smart in that regard where it's like you can't use you know the cheesy tactic of just dash attack dash attack dash attack so it's weird to see how stupid it is in other regards because you can totally just like Pied Piper style make enemies fall off of cliffs because it's like there's a in the the castle gates level there's this drawbridge where I swear I killed eight fucking goblins the same way walk across the bridge get a get a goblin to notice me walk backwards and then step to the side uh, and the goblin just whoop, just walks just right off the side. And then I just rinse and repeat. It's like, okay, time to get another one. Clomp, clomp, clomp. All right, walk back. And then, yeah, that one falls to his death too. So that's my that's my achievement. Tyler, do you have any achievements? Uh, let's see. I've got, one. Got, I got some, got some low-hanging fruit. Excellent. Um, and my axe, you get that ah. by having the second player be the dwarf and you beat the game. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is Sparta. You get that by throwing an enemy off a cliff. Yeah, you can throw enemies too. That's kind of, I mean, like this game had like mechanics in it, which I think are pretty good for when it came out. Mm -hmm. These are old games is the other thing. Like it's so much older than like a lot of the beat-em-ups that we've talked about. Yeah. So I do want want to cut Golden Axe some slack in that regard. Damn, I was five when this came out. Yeah, I was older than that, but (sighs) still, uh, it's old. Um, I, 
I enjoyed these. I enjoyed these games. I haven't played the first one in a while, but even with Golden Axe Two being as easy as it was, I mean, it was fun. Yeah, it was a nice hour and a half. It's short game. Yeah, short game. Because um, Golden Axe One, eh, okay, all right, me. <laughs> Did you have any other achievements? I'm sorry, um, I kind of stepped all over you there. Prime delivery. And that is when you play the Amazon Tirith Flare <laughs> and yeah. she summons Bahamut to kill the screen of enemies. I like it. AKA the Amazon drone. Um, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. In Golden Axe 1, at the end of a stage, did you receive a grade? Yes. Because you do in Golden Axe 2, and I never got above a D. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like that's bullshit because um, I don't know how I would get it any higher. I guess die less, maybe kill guys faster. And I'm sure it does nothing. There's some no. If you get an A on every stage, if you got something, but I'm sure it does. It totally does give you a false ending if you play the game on easy. Because uh, I did start out on easy, and you do get like right before the last before Dark Gould, and it's like, oh, sorry, dog. Try try your adventuring skills at a higher level. Oh, God, it's so much. That's my number one complaint about all those sorts of games. So Fuck. I went I went back through on normal. Um, maybe hard is super hard. I didn't try hard. Yeah. So maybe I should maybe I should try hard before I talk shit about the difficulty of the game. Yeah, if it's easy on normal. Eh. And it was. Eh. <laughs> Tyler, I have a couple questions for you. This is customary on our show. Uh, for all the new listeners, I'm sure, that are just going right on through Gold Next 1, Gold Next 2. Yep. Uh, if you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would that be? And why is it a dwarven beard? Uh, see, a dwarven, I think dwarven beards are too good. Oh, so elven I, beard. <laughs> <laughs> I am giving this the uh, the the slave labor scruff of Conan the Barbarian, but it's the remake with Jason Momoa. Was that? I didn't see that because, as I've said, I haven't seen a Conan movie. I heard it was not good. I also heard like it there was, was a not ton good. of hype about it, and yeah. then it just fucking crashed and burned. It's a bummer. And I like Call Drogo. Yeah, so, yeah, I do too. I would have watched. I was at first. I was like, "Oh, okay, Carl Drogo the movie, cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah." <laughs> but then it was like, "Nope, this movie's garbage. Yeah, we're not going to waste my time money." <laughs> um, kind of like every Robin Hood movie. It seems like since I guess ever. I don't know. Like every Robin Hood movie I I watch, I'm like, okay, they're just doing the same story, aren't mm-hmm. they? Cool. Just the Disney one's the only good one. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ooh, it makes me feel weird about foxes though. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm sure, I mean, when I was little, Men in Tights, but... Yeah, but that doesn't count. That doesn't count, because that's not Robin Hood. That's just a funny movie, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Kind of. Sort of. But I've also heard, like, it does not hold up. So. It doesn't. I watched it recently, and it yeah, it's not as funny as it was when I was a kid. Yeah. There's a reason they say that that is, like, one of his worst movies, and it's because it is. Uh, but Dave Chappelle's in it, so... Yep. <laughs> that's a plus. Yeah, so then Jason Momoa's slave beard. Elven beard is what we would give Mother 4, because it does not exist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did he meet those? <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses that mm-hmm. sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would you give it? I would give it uh, basically my own bloodshot eyeballs as that urethral plug slides into my penis. Ah, tipping your hand that you did not come up with beards and glasses before recording. Yeah, the there show. you go. There you go. The beards I did, glasses I did not. 
<laughs> well, these uh, this urethral plug does have two hoops on it that you could place over your eyes. All right, here's the, can I propose a, a pair of glasses? Yeah, please. All right, here are the glasses for Golden Axe, which I think are un. This is unwarranted because the game is better than these glasses I'm about to give it. <laughs> the end of this urethral plug has a hoop on it, so you'd get two of these urethral plugs. Just poop, just plop them right in two urethras uh, with erect penises that converge <laughs> over your face. To form two two floating monocles, <laughs> which we will we will refer to as the golden axe glasses from this point forward. Golden axe. I'll take one golden axe, please. Oh, but instead of being, they're not nickel; they're gold. There we go. Nice. Tied it in. <laughs> gold plated. Let's Someone not get would crazy. send us uh, some twenty four karat gold urethral plugs. I get irritated otherwise. Do you think how cool would it be if um? You worked at one of those places that melted down gold, copper, bronze, silver, and like you just got like a big old box full of gold urethral plugs. <laughs> if that without that tag, I would not know what it was. I no, would have blown on it thinking it was a whistle. I'm not gonna do that, but yes, I agree because it, it does kind of look like. I mean, it does kind of look, look like, like a rape, a rape whistle. whistle. Yeah, it also kind of looks like um like a vial, like a like a vial that you would have on a keychain to hold like hot sauce. I agree, sauce, it looks pretty vile. Or your brother's blood. I mean, just whatever. <laughs> mm. Or Billy Bob Thornton's blood. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Man, Angelina Jolie's fucking. So well, so is, to be fair, so is Billy Bob Thornton. They're both crazy, but in a good way, right? They should they should have stayed together. No, no, <laughs> no. In, you don't in a bad think so? way. In a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> How old is Angelina Jolie now? No idea. Probably, um, I would guess probably forty three. Older than that? Let's say older than mm, that. Forty seven. We do have internet machines, we'll find out. and I am curious. The reason I ask is because I saw a recent photograph of her, and I remember thinking, huh, she looks older, but still, like, just incredibly good-looking. Yeah, no, she is. Just, like, unearthly. Unearthy? Unearthly. Which is it? <laughs> unearthly. Unearthly. Not, not, <laughs> not of this earth. She looks very airy, unearthly. Yeah. She looks good, is my point. Billy Bob, uh, on the other hand. Very close. She's 41. She's 41. Mm-hmm. Just a just a mere six years older than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say we're doing about the same. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Things pretty have close. turned out. Pretty yeah, close. things have turned out pretty good for me too. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, she you does. often have blood around your neck as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. As far as I know, she doesn't have a video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Get back at us, Ashley. Suck on that dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy Bob Thornton, on the other hand, does. He has three video game podcasts. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> They're all very good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about halfway to all your kids, Angelina Jolie. So there we go. <laughs> uh, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. I want to know how much this game is on Amazon. I'm clicking my tongue a lot. I've noticed. I'm doing that number. Mm-hmm. If you, I just did it <laughs> subconsciously again. Uh, if you were to buy this game on Amazon used, uh, Golden Axe 2, because I did not look up Golden Axe 1, uh, how much would you expect to pay for it? Uh, I See, I'm going to go ahead and throw it. I think Golden Axe 1 is probably super common, like $3. So I'm going to put Golden Axe 2 as being a little less common, but still probably pretty common. At I'll double it at $6. Tyler, actual Retail value of Golden Axe 2 used for the Sega Genesis at the time of this recording is $13.49. Mm. I think that's more than you'd pay for it on Steam. 
Yeah, so it's part of a. It's part. It's in a lot of collections. I a believe. lot of bundles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I looked it up on Steam, it was actually um, I could buy it twice. They had it listed twice, and I do not know why. <laughs> <laughs> you want to miss Golden Axe Two? It's Golden. You just buy it twice. It's Golden Axe One. You buy it twice. Yep. <laughs> I I honestly think it's that Steam conspiracy where they're like people buy all these games and forget. So we're just going to start selling games twice, and people won't notice. The Golden Axe 2 bundle is just it six times. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There are several games where I've like gone to buy it and been like, oh, I already own this. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. That's how like the Steam sales are kind of getting for me. Like and Most of it's like in library, in library, in library. Dude, let me ask you a question. You mm-hmm. talking about that in your Steam library and Steam sales. When is the last time you've bought something on a Humble Bundle sale? It's been a long time. They just got shitty all of a they sudden. They got really they? shitty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the collection is not nearly. Man, as good I want to say it was like the humble WB bundle or yep. something like that. With all like, the Batman games. Yeah. Yep. That was the same one I think I bought. And then since then, yeah, I haven't liked anything they've done. No. And I've heard a lot of awful shit about the King's Quest bundle that they did. Really? Yeah. Like just the games themselves. It was it was really well expensive. Or? Yeah, and they just weren't they just done that well sucks. at all. The humble store I've purchased single games off of. I'm with like you, when I've they go on too. sale, mm-hmm. but like the humble bundle itself, no. And that's nope. that makes me feel weird because there was a time in my life where I was like, yes, I will pay a dollar for a bunch of games every, I'll never play. Every humble bundle, <laughs> I was like, yep, there, here you go, here you go, here you go. Now all of a sudden, that dollar, uh, dollar goes a longer way. I think <laughs> that could buy yeah. me, that could buy me two chicken nuggets at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I, I don't know. I forgot to set my timer, so I don't know what time we're at, but you wanna, do you want to take any calls? We are at... I feel like we need to dose the yuck-yucks on this episode. Well, you don't feel you don't feel like we've been bringing it? I feel like we've been talking about subpar games. <laughs> I wouldn't say the <laughs> subpar games. Mediocre games. Um, yeah, here, let me, plug my, let me plug my little phone in here. This is probably going to sound weird. Um, and yeah, we'll play a call or two. Electric boogle. <laughs> yes. I shouted, I want to touch a titty, not knowing if any of my family's home in the house. No one respond. No one ran in here with an exposed breast. So either they're disgusted with you, which or they're totally not would here. have been Melissa's reaction. <laughs> I assumed, but of but of course, husband. Okay, truncate silence probably fixed a bunch of that, but this is the first time I've logged into Google Voice since the app updated. I had to go through a lengthy process uh. of entering my phone number. Um, so now the Tadpog phone number is directly tied to my phone. So that means that I may not in the future know whether a call is coming <laughs> to the Tadpog line or my phone. So now there is a very, very, very good chance that when someone calls in that I will pick up. So if that's a fear of yours, <laughs> trigger warning. <laughs> Just text. <laughs> Uh, and now I'm going through the lengthy process of scrolling back through all of the voicemails that we have. Oh, man. Um, I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm going back. Here's another cool thing that happened since the app updated. I've been keeping track of the uh, the the calls that we've been playing uh, through a star system. Uh, in the past, I was able to star the calls that we've that mm-hmm. we've taken. Look at my phone. All those stars are gone, so I have no idea where we left off. Oh, man. So uh, we can play a fun game of, I think Taryn was the last person to have called. I think you're right. So here is a call from 757 on October 1st. Uh, please stop me if you've heard this one. Also, the app changed. I do not know how to play the voicemails anymore. <laughs> so, uh... Fuck you, Google. <laughs> so, yes. Fuck you, Google. Uh, it looks like... 
<laughs> and it's super responsive now, too. I've tapped on it, and nothing has happened. And I'll do that again. And there we go. There we go. Oh, and now there's a cool little button where I can call the number back, which is super easy to hit, which I pretty much just did. <laughs> Man, this show is about to get a lot more interesting. This call is not coming through the board. Oh. We are recording on USB audio, uh, but I do not know why this call is not coming. So it is definitely coming in very loud through our headset. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we're done with calls forever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. I, it might have been a setting. Yeah. So. I got to work on calls, y'all. I don't know what the problem is. I'm sorry. And I'm not going to edit any of this out either. So there's nope. going to be a jumbled mass of bullshit at the end of this fucking episode. That's which fine. is apparently mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what the problem is with, uh, with getting the calls into the show. I don't know. I got to look at the board. Everything worked before Experience Grind showed up, so I'm blaming them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you guys are going to have to come back in and fix <laughs> Come back in and fix our fucking board. <laughs> um, I, can read, I can read the Google translation uh, if you'd like, um, but I don't think that's going to do our beloved Adam any justice. Nope. So I'm sorry. I'll that's, work on it. That's good. That's fine. It is, I guarantee you it is going to take me getting outside help to get that working. Uh, Ian or somebody. Yep. Wisden Sage, if you're listening, I need your help getting Man, calls. And that sucks that it updated and it changed everything so dramatically. It's not it it's it's something with the board, it has to be. Because we can hear it in our headset. Yeah. It's just not coming through on the on the waveform. Mm. So and I'm glad I looked at the waveform instead of there being twenty minutes of us responding. Just to, laughing. Right? <laughs> yeah. Silence laugh, silence laugh. And making out of context remarks like <laughs> yeah. Cool. Been there. <laughs> oh, don't let your dog do that. Oh man, yeah, that makes my dick hard too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pig guts. Uh, all right, you want to give it, give it, give it a uh, that's it then? Yeah, let's give it a that's it then. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Hmm. Man, wow. What I thought maybe going back to one a week would increase the quality of the show. Boy, boy, was I fucking wrong. <laughs> Let's give it a that's it. Let's yes. give it a that's it. <laughs> no. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Uh-huh. So don't miss the next episode. Yes. Because is Shining Force 2 I'm next gonna, on the list? I'm going to play a game called Do You Remember the Conversation We Had About the Next Game? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devil Dragon 4. Yes. I do remember, do that, remember that I do remember Got that it, now. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> So the next episode will be Double Dragon 4. Just came out. Fuck yeah. It just yeah. came out the day that we're recording. Actually, it came out early on PlayStation 4. But I am excited to play another beat em up because I love this genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this looks like a straight up NES game. Yeah, it and does. And I'm excited about that too. And maybe we'll have calls figured out. Yeah, <laughs> but, cool. may, but maybe not. It depends on whether or not Ian will come and help Dep- us. Ian, it's all on you. If you listen to this, it's all on you. <laughs> Part of what I love about the show entirely hinges on your participation. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, alternatively, what I can do is I can just start uh, holding the phone up next to the microphone <laughs> and playing the calls that way. <laughs> Instead of going to this very expensive board that we do not know how to use. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. It's Double Dragon 4. And uh, hey, we've got shirts. We do have shirts. And you can find those on Amazon. Yep. 
Not the Amazon from Golden Axe. Nope, not Tyrius Flair. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. Uh, you want to be like Good Shane and yes. have anything to send us? Do yes. some intros. Yes. Send us random, uh, excruciatingly painful sex toys. That's fine. Don't ask for that because we will receive That's them. True. And then we'll. I mean, I have. We'll have shoe horns and urethral plugs. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna feel <laughs> obligated to use these. <laughs> 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 so if you want to send us something, send that to Tadbog Studios, Carol of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Excellent. You can call us if you want. Mm-hmm. Look, at this point, you're just throwing those calls down a bottomless pit, which may never, <laughs> may never ever see the light of this podcast again. <laughs> I don't know. We're in dire straits. But if you want to take that chance, uh, you can give us a call at 270-883-2555. Um, we do have a Patreon. If you heard this and you're like, man, those guys need to hire like a sound guy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) if you want to chip in and help us, um, I guarantee you, we won't pay somebody to do that, but, uh, Hey, we can pretend, right? (laughs) If you would like to donate money to us, uh, you can at patreon.com slash tadpog, uh, chipping in, uh, at least a dollar, uh, get you access to all the bonus episodes mm-hmm. that we have mm-hmm. recorded and are continuing to record on a monthly basis. Uh, we just recorded an episode where we talked about, uh, tampons and Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoyed that a whole lot. I did too. That was fun. I felt like that was a conversation that just like happened organically. Mm-hmm. We went in not expecting to talk about D and D no, basically no agenda. We had no plan, um, and it it just happened, mm-hmm. and I liked it a lot. I had a lot of fun yeah. recording it. That was a, a low-stress, fun conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so also, here's another thing. I am um, Patreon is essentially where anything that is extra is going to live. Um, we've got the Sesame Street Fighter episode that we accidentally recorded on the internal mic, Um it's been asked that we release that. Um, and I don't want to release it to the regular episode feed Mm -hmm. because I do not feel like it's up to, I mean, the audio quality is going to be bad Yeah, and I'd rather not release that. But because uh, a few people have asked for it, um, I'm going to go ahead and kind of dress it up as best I can and release it to our Patreon donors. I think that's good. And that's a thing that I'd like to continue, uh, where it's like, if there's anything extra or anything, um, bonus i want to i want that to live on patreon hey that's a brilliant idea because the people on patreon are the people who are supporting us and i'll be honest with you uh besides myself and you uh they are the people that i want to please (laughs) 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 uh so i'd like to take a moment uh so sit right there i'm gonna thank all the people uh who donated (laughs) on patreon uh recently um Half of Tadpog's sweethearts, Nicole Nance, upped her pledge significantly. Uh, so Nicole, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, that was super nice of you. You're a close personal friend of ours. I did not expect you to do that, but you are, thank you. Your support is recognized (laughs) and we love you. Not for that, but just that's part of the, the, part of the reasons. Not for that. Just, you know, just, just part of it. Part of it. Uh, I'd also like to thank Micah Purdue, AKA exalted Lord Mike of Purdue for upping his donation, riding that penny train. I'd like to thank Tadpog, Santa, Jack of Ziggy Moon's Akemi for upping their donation. Also riding that penny train. Thank you very much. I would like to thank Magical Sleeper uh, for upping his donation. Uh, Riding that 
two cent penny train. I guess that didn't make sense, but that's fine. We'll roll with it. <laughs> um, also, I'd like to thank again Tadpog, Santa, Jack, and Ziggy Moons, Akemi for upping their donation, continuing to ride that penny train. Uh, I would like to thank Micah Purdue once again, riding that penny train. I'd like to thank Platinum member Brett Miller uh, for upping his donation, uh, riding that six cent train. Thank you very much, <laughs> Brett. We appreciate it. I'm going to blow this for you now. Six times. Nice. That's right. <laughs> I'd like to thank uh, Joey Webster uh, for recently upping his donation. Uh, my uh, several pennies. Uh, too many pennies to blow into the whistle, but enough to be significant. So thank you. Here's a, here's what I'm going to do for you, Joey. This is just for you. So sit back and relax. Thank you. Pretty good. Thank you. I think that is it. The only other thing in my email, uh, my inbox now is just letters from Dreamhost <laughs> and Days of Wonder, the board game company. <laughs> mm. Do we have anything else? Uh, I'm going to put a picture of that urethral plug on Instagram. All right. Would you like me to put it in first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> In me, thank you. I will insert it into the train whistle. <laughs> we'll show how it works. This is the. Sh- this is. It won't even fit in the train whistle. Like, like it'll. Be- it won't even fit in the train whistle hole. That's how big this. This is all. <laughs> this is not baby's first urethral uh-uh, plug. Uh uh. It's not. Well, that's that's the master sword of urethral plugs. Yeah, this is GM level. That shit. is ready to kill Ganon. This is the Conan the Barbarian MMO <laughs> of urethral plugs. <laughs> to make the pained expressions Conan made, I heard that Arnold Schwarzenegger had to insert jumbo urethral plugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was part of a regular, rigorous uh, training. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the barbarian life, baby. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> that's why they have so many hit die. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to close this out, Dave. I would like to close this out as we think Conan the Barbarian sounds like. With a urethral plug or just in general? Well, since you did Golden Axe 1 and I did Golden Axe 2, I think one of us should do it with the plug in. You okay. seem to jump on that train, yeah, so that. we'll do that. You do that one and I'll do regular. But real quick. Yes. Our theme song is moved by Sycamore Drive. We've got track yeah. show on the Excellent. Okay. Mm. Thank you, Sycamore Drive. So until next time. Tropical! No, he liked it. He did. Yeah, he got into it. It was a problem at first. Then he's like, oh, okay. I'll never rage again. I thought of an achievement after the fact. That is just impossible. I can't believe that I didn't think of it at the time. Um, It's called Golden Girls. That's so easy, right? How did we miss that one? In order to, and since we're talking about both games, in order to unlock Golden Girls, you have to beat the game. You have to beat Golden Axe 1 and Golden Axe 2 as Tiris Flare. Yes, and the other arcade sequel, which I cannot remember the name of. Something like that. There's the one with the colon in the name. Yeah, that's good. There's four. That makes sense.